Well, guys, welcome to uh, the Monday Minute this week. This is uh, a bit different of an episode than normal. Um, as this one's released, I'm actually in the backcountry offline. Uh, Steve's doing the same. But today I have a couple guests um, with me today to talk uh, for this Monday Minute and kind of answer some questions and talk about some content that's uh, coming soon um, that I think would be beneficial uh, for you guys, the audience, and also something I was personally interested in. So we have uh, Kalen Wojcik and Philip Vallejo uh, from Modern Day Sniper. Uh, Kalen, go ahead and kick things off. Uh, I guess just with a quick, you know, the, the five-second high-level bio of who you are, what you're up to for listeners who might not have heard, and then Philip will hear the same from you. Sure, man. Um, thanks for having us on, Mark. My name is Kalen Wojcik, and um, I'm uh, one of the founders of Modern Day Sniper. I'm here with the uh, the, the other co-founder of Phil Vallejo, and... Um, what we do at Modern Day Sniper, we are all about the uh, the journey of the rifleman. Um, we are uh, military snipers uh, at heart. I started my career off in the Marine Corps in uh, 1997, and I've been a, a student of the craft ever since I was 12 years old. Um, bought a first bought my first centerfire rifle when I was 14, and basically taught myself how to shoot and. I ended up in the Marine Corps and got myself involved in the sniper program and um, pretty much filled all the all kinds of billets in the Marine Corps with with regard to sniping and did a couple stints at a at the formal uh, instruction level at, at two different schoolhouses there and um, ended up getting out of the Marine Corps in 2005 moving up here to the Pacific Northwest where I live in Central Washington and uh, continued the path and some crazy way I've managed to make a living out of doing this thing. And, um, yeah, I've been, uh, been doing this for about 20 something years now. So, um, I'm also a mountain hunter at heart. As soon as I came up here to the Northwest, I started hunting in the mountains and, um, you know, it's just one of those things that once now that I've been here, I've, I've never looked back and, um, just love, love talking about things with rifles and not just rifles, but, but hunting and the application of the, of the practical aspect of being a rifleman. Yeah. Cool. And Phil, you have a, a pretty similar background in terms of the, the military experience and being on a sniper team there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Kalen and I are, uh, um, I mean, our, other than probably where we visited overseas, I mean, our track record is just about the same. Um, Actually, the first time I ever picked up a rifle was when I joined the Marine Corps when I turned 18, and I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska, <laughs> um, and uh, you know picked up the rifle at 18 uh, when I uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps in 2007 and did uh, 11 years, um, which I served all as a as a scout sniper, and then uh, my last three years I spent uh, teaching as well at the scout sniper schoolhouse as an instructor, and then um, when I got out, I landed a job at Gunworks. That's when I really started my hunting venture. And, uh, I mean, I, I fell in love with it and, um, yeah, just kind of like Kalen says, uh, I enjoy the path of being a rifleman and enjoy being a student. And ultimately what I do, my passion is, is sharing my experiences and teaching, uh, back to others. Even if I wasn't, you know, teaching long range shooting, I knew that eventually I'd be a teacher somewhere uh, of something of some sort. Uh, so it, it just happens that my passion, uh, for teaching, uh, you know, is the fact that I'm, I'm teaching what I'd like to do anyway. So. Yeah, cool. So you guys, I, I wanted to bring you on today not to talk about uh, being a sniper, playing one on the internet, because that's certainly not where I'm at um, and not where our listeners are. But through Modern Day Sniper, you guys have a podcast and some other resources that are uh, informational. But one thing 
cool coming up very soon. Uh, and this was what I was personally curious about when one of our employees told me about it and wanted to kind of share with our audience and hear about it is you guys are doing what you're calling a virtual summit uh, next week. And so, Kaelin, just hit from like a super high level, what, uh, not only what is this summit, but kind of like what was the background, what was the purpose, why did you guys put this together? Man, it's a good question. And this was brought to me actually by my wife from the from the wellness community. And she uh, she's kind of, she's involved in that, in that industry in a sorts, and she's seen these summits take place in that industry. And she said, man, I think this might really work for, for you guys. And so we took a look at it and, um, what this virtual summit is, is a, it's a, it's an exposition basically. Um, so if you can imagine going to a trade show and, um, kind of like for, you know, the Western hunting expo or uh, shot show or something like that. And, you know, you, you're getting all of these industry experts in one location at one time talking about the things that they're passionate about within their respective areas of subject matter expertise. And what this virtual summit is, is bringing everybody together. Um, and we've split up our, 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 uh, interviewers, um, uh, between myself, Philip and another associate, uh, excuse me, associate of ours, uh, Cody Carroll. And we, we split these up evenly and, and we're just interviewing these people and talking to them about the, the, their area of expertise within the industry and what they're most passionate about communicating relevant information to the people out there, to the consumers, to the, to the followers. And this is also a tool that be, that kind of brings people together into a community, meaning, um, as an example, like you, you heard about this through somebody else and it's kind of like the infectious nature of social media and, and marketing where it's like, we're trying to spread the web of, of influence and communicating information because that's really what, what we do at modern day sniper. We're about communicating information. It's not just about sniper stuff. Um, our, our virtual summit is diverse in the ways that we have, uh, five categories that we, uh, that, that our guests are talking about. And, um, tech and science is one category. We have, uh, training and competition is another category. Hunting is a, is a category that we talk about, albeit it's not, not as much. Um, but it's still definitely there. And, we have uh, sniping. Obviously, we're modern-day snipers, so we have snipers on there talking about professional sniper stuff. And then we have uh, leadership and mentorship, and we have some really good people on there that are very well known in the space, uh, discussing uh, really good points on leadership and mentorship topics. Yeah. So for the guys in our audience who are hunters, who uh, you know aren't current military, some are. We have plenty of guys who are actually, but. For the guys who just don't connect with like hearing the word sniper and like, ah, is that for me? Like mm -hmm. not only whether it's the summit, but just even some of the other resources that you guys have and that exists out there um, kind of on the, like you mentioned prior, we were actually chatting before the recording. You talked about the technical rifle hunter. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Like, so what is, I'm just like from a high level, what do you see as this connection between a hunter who wants to learn, who wants to increase his knowledge and skills, and then how can they learn from other resources out there that necessarily aren't hunt-specific, but maybe it is kind of like dipping their toes into this other, whether it's the, the quote-unquote sniper community, something like the summit, something like 
um, the competition world, for example. Like I just, for me personally, again, I'm not pretending to be a sniper, don't want to be. Uh, I think competitions are fantastic, but I just honestly don't have the time to get involved. But I'm finding that I'm able to benefit from those worlds as a hunter who wants to yes. increase my knowledge and skills. So just talk about that a little bit and how it might translate to what you guys are doing with uh, with Modern Day Sniper. Well, I, the the summit itself is called the the Modern Day Rifleman Virtual Summit. And so we we understand that that the name modern day sniper is obviously synonymous with sniper stuff, but the, the part of what our business is, is a continuum of the lifestyle. And, you know, at one point in time, your service has to end and you have to continue those, you know, if you want to continue that lifestyle, it is a lifestyle of being a rifleman and, and, you know, Philip and myself just continued the lifestyle through competition and hunting. And the, the, the question is multifaceted. So let me just hit on what people can benefit from the summit from as hunters. If you're, if you're a hunter and you hunt with a rifle, you, you will probably understand that there's a, there's a technical aspect of, of operating a rifle in the field, no matter what you, what it, what it is you're doing, whether you're competing with it or whether you're hunting with it or you're, whether you're carrying it for a professional purpose and hunters need, need to understand that, that you have to a train with your rifle. Uh, so that way you can be proficient and that way you can know what your capabilities and limitations are. And another part of that is obviously being ethical, understanding where, where your limitations lie so that you can be ethical in the harvesting of animals. And so that's a big part of it. And there's a, there's also a lot of technical information out there that is moving at such a rapid pace with advancements in gear and technology that if you don't stay on top of it, you're going to get all of a sudden the next couple of years go by, you're going to be left behind. And I think Philip can speak to that as well from, you know, from his perspective as being a competitor and jumping into the hunting space because I was a hunter before I was a competitor. So, um, you know, the average hunter, the average rifle hunter probably shoots uh, a box of shells, as they call it, a box of ammunition a year. You know, they pull their rifle out, um, you know, about a month before hunting season, whatever. And then and then uh, sights at the rifle in, you know, from probably a bench shooting position out to, let's say, 300. And depending on what kind of, you know, what their application for that rifle is and the distance they plan on shooting. You know, and th- and that's it. Um, and especially out west, we know that. Well, I'm not going to bring a whole bench with me out to the field. <laughs> so they usually find themselves when they're actually shooting, in maybe a, a, a alternate shooting position, like the sitting, kneeling, standing, off using some kind of uh, natural terrain as support, or even in the prone. And these are positions that they probably never practice when they're sighting their rifles in. And we know that it takes more than 20 rounds a year to really be proficient with your rifle and to use the, uh, the uh, capabilities of that rifle system, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, especially with modern technology uh, and the advancements of technology. I mean, rifles are truly capable in the, the calibers and the bullet selections. I mean, rifles are truly capable out to a thousand yards. And for some people that's scary because it's like, well, that's, that's unethical. It's unethical if you, um, you know, and especially with, with bow hunters, I know they, they have that, uh, uh, closer in connection feeling. 
Um, but for those that have been in situations where it's last day of the hunt and they got something at 400 yards, but they've never shot that far for, uh, you know, shooters like Caitlin and I, 400 yards is a reasonable shot that to take in any position. Well, what gets scary is, okay, well at 400 yards, depending on the type of caliber you have now, you've got uh, wind drift to, to be cognizant of, right. And then you, you've, you have potentially an elevation hold, especially if you have a 300 yard zero or 200 yard zero. Because the bullet drop is going to, you know, be anywhere from uh, 20 to 24 inches, depending, again, depending on the caliber and your muzzle velocity. So I, I, I think the technical rifle hunter aspect is understanding, hey, you know, in order for me to be a, a responsible hunter and, you know, expose myself to conditions that I, I won't find myself doing myself when I'm tra- uh, training or getting ready for a hunting season, I need to either attend training, I need to seek, uh, you know, professional instruction. Uh, or go to competitions, um, and that's that for for me, especially out here in the Pacific Northwest. That's what I really love about the uh, shooting community out here is that all of the uh, competitors um, that I compete with, they all got into competition to be better hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I man, I'd love to hit on um, just from your perspective, and maybe like Phil, I know you've uh, in past instructing hunters have seen this um probably for good and bad but you know one thing i see and i think we're all guilty of this i'm not throwing anybody under the bus here but we especially in times like this when we have advances advances in technology a lot of times we throw our money to solve a problem just by buying gear That's right. um and one thing you know, especially as you talk about these rifle systems that are capable, like the rifle's capable, as you said, like a thousand yards or what have you, and you touched on the importance of training, but I just see that like more and more guys may be dropping more money on equipment, but then don't back that up or don't pair that with either their own time. So either investing in getting rounds down range for themselves or investing in training. Um, what have you guys seen with that? Like, are are you much better off not buying the $5,000 gun and instead spending a thousand dollars on a rifle and investing in ammunition and training, uh, to end up at that price point, right? Phil's got a great point. Phil's got a great point for this. So, um, again, not, not bashing my previous employer, uh, Gunworks, they've got a great program over there and, um, you know, uh, you know, they, they truly build great, great hunting rifles at, you know, at Gunworks. Um, but they're, you know, if you look at their price point, I mean, it's for, for the average guy, I mean, it's just way over, I mean, you're, you're essentially buying a, a mini hunt. You're like buying a used Honda Civic for a, a vehicle. Um, so what I did, um, when I, uh, jumped ship to, uh, uh work at modern day sniper full time and, uh, I, I built this what I call a Tika project, Tika budget build project. Because, uh, again, I come from the world of custom-built rifles. My, any of my custom-built rifles range anywhere from nine to $12,000 uh, from buttstock to muzzle break. Well, I built a rifle under $2,500 um, just to show that it's capable with rifles to be able to shoot effectively out to, let's say, six, 700 yards. And, and I would say even for me with ha- as much, many rounds that I shoot, um, that is probably the furthest unless like winds are dead calm and, you know, I've got a full broadside shot, maybe poke it past, you know, a little over 700, but 600 yards is usually, you know, my threshold to, to maintain, um, you know, the ethical 
uh, part of hunting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, put this rifle together that is less than $2,500 and I built a series around it on my YouTube just to show what the capability is of a rifle nowadays uh, at that price point. But I think what a lot of people are realizing with the video, especially with my background and they know my background is like, well, man, I don't need, I don't need a $9,000 system to perform. I need to invest more in time and training and, and repetitions of getting behind the rifle and, and, uh, getting myself in all these shooting positions and stuff like that. Uh, and I recently also took that, uh, rifle to a mini one day competition with Kalen and out of 47 competitors, uh, took seventh place, uh, you know, in which I was only like 10 points, 10, 10 shots behind the winner. And so, you know, for me that, that, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy that there there's rifle systems out there that are capable of doing that. Uh, that you can just get off the shelf. And that's literally what I did. Uh, Kalen was picking up uh, an action at his gun store. And I looked in the shelf and I was like, that's a Tika. Uh, it was a Tika C- uh, CTR 6.5 Creedmoor. And I was like, 20-inch barrel. I was like, all right, let's let's uh, let's do a little project on it. So I just grabbed it off the shelf and uh, took it home and then just started recording and uh, made, I think, um, uh, five series, in, uh, five videos into it. And then my next video that I plan on doing with it is actually taking on a hunt to to see what it's capable of on a hunt, maybe on a on an antelope hunt or um, a uh, a deer hunt out here in Wyoming. So, cool, Kalen. Just uh, you know, we're talking about the summit, and I want to hear uh, in a minute where guys need to go to like check that out, and it's a free thing. So, um, I want to make sure guys get signed up for that uh, if they're interested. But like. Sure. One thing I want you to just hit on, and this could be a big conversation, but touch on what can guys like you can't replace the value of in-person training and being, you know, shooting physically in the presence of an instructor, especially with someone that has the knowledge that you guys have. You can't replace that with online knowledge, information, courses, etc. But that online information can be very valuable, right? So like I'm just curious to hear from your perspective because I know with some of the things I've heard from you guys moving forward, there's online programs or online platforms. So like what what is beneficial there? And then what is the limitations of that format for the guy who's really trying to take it to the next level? That's a great question, man. Um, so the online space, a lot of people, we've gotten a lot of comments on that and how effective is online training? And there is no there is no substitution for being one on one and having that 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 student uh, coach interaction when you do come to an in person class. However, when it comes to stuff like the summit, um, the summit is you're getting information from people with very specific backgrounds. So as an example, like we have Jaden Quinlan from Hornady. He's he's Hornady's chief ballistician. Um, he's responsible for developing um, the four degree of freedom ballistic solver. And that's what his interviews are all about. Like he's talking about those ballistic solvers so that you have a better understanding of of what's actually happening with uh, your ballistic solver. And all of these people have specific uh, we have a representative from Leupold, as an example, Michael Bachelieri, and he talks about um, his he has a he has an optics class that he has, uh, you know, taken some very uh, pointed excerpts from and put it into his interview. And you're just what you're you're gathering is knowledge 
and we also have um, all of this knowledge, all of these interviews have been transcribed into PDFs with notes. So if you wish to upgrade your purchase for that, you know, you can and you can have that. So the summit itself is free um, from September 28th to October 2nd. And once you register, you get your free ticket and those interviews are going to be uh, available for you for the week of that summit. And then if you wish to have all access pass to that stuff or have then lifetime access to it, you can then upgrade your, your free ticket to an all access pass for, for a fee. Um, and like, then you have it as part of your, your library, so to speak. Um, but the online training aspect of it, you know, we delved into it this year, this spring, and it, we've had a tremendously positive response from it because if you build an online training program centered around shooting, as long as the as long as the curriculum is developed properly and you have uh, control measures in place, by control measures I mean shooting drills, we go over those shooting drills in depth. And so that way you know uh, where you're going to be in terms of your progression level. And ideally, you would take this online training, you would become proficient, and then you'd go to an in-person class uh, after you've had some time to practice this stuff to validate your skills. And that's really how we have this set up and, and the, and the summit is just an extension of that. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's great, man. I'd love to, uh, talk with you guys more in the future. You know, one of the things I've been curious about is we talked before about pulling from the competition world, pulling from the sniper world. One thing that is different for hunters is the importance of a first round hit. And I don't mean hit as in like, hitting steel but like as we talked about earlier making that ethical shot and so i think it'd be fun to maybe get you guys back and talk about the demands of that how hunters really prepare for that what is different from competition to hunting because of that so i think there's a there's more conversations i'd love to have one day but let's wrap this up and just make sure um guys can get to the summit we'll leave a link in the show description but tell them where to go to sign up for the summit repeat those dates again and all that good stuff yeah, man. Uh, guys, go head on over to moderndayrifleman.com and you can register for your free ticket there. And the uh, the actual summit event goes from September 28th to October 2nd if uh, you, you want the free access. And um, if you decide that you want all access, you, you get instant lifetime access to all the content if you want to upgrade. So um, head over to moderndayrifleman.com and check it out. Yeah, cool. Guys, thanks for uh, joining us today. Thanks for putting the summit out there, especially free. Uh, For listeners, there's numerous uh, speakers. I'm looking at the lineup now. Some of those have been previous guests on this show. So I will personally be checking this out and I hope you guys do the same. Again, that's moderndayrifleman.com and we'll also leave that uh, link in the description below. Uh, Kalen, Phil, thanks so much for the time, guys. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having us on your platform.